When was the last time you took a look at your recipe index? For a lot of food bloggers, this page can be wildly confusing. In today's episode, I'll share three things to do with your recipe index. Hey friend, I'm Madison Wetherill, a web designer and branding strategist for food bloggers and your host for the Vine podcast. This show is all about supporting you as a food blogger as you grow your business. I'll share tips for designing your business and your website with intention so that you can build a blog that fits into your life, not consumes it. You'll hear tips for connecting with your audience, growing your blog, and tips for managing and designing your website, all in short, easy to consume, and actionable episodes. If you're ready to think differently about the strategies and tactics that you need to grow your food blog, you are in the right place. I'm so excited that you're here, friend. Let's get started. Hey, food bloggers. Welcome back to this week's episode of the podcast. As always, if you are tuning in for the very first time, thank you so much for being here. And I hope that this episode will be helpful for you. And I know that it will be because this is something that I find is such a confusing page of your website. And so I'm excited to give you three quick things that you can do to enhance this page and just hopefully to understand it better. Before we dive into this episode, though, let me quickly welcome you and introduce myself. My name is Madison Wetherill. I am the founder and CEO over at Grace and Vine Studios and, of course, the host of this podcast as well. Over at Grace and Vine, we specialize in building custom brands and websites for food bloggers who are established in their business. They are looking to connect deeper with their audience and ultimately to sort through years and years of blog posts that they have in their archives and they know are amazing content, but they just want to make it easier for people to navigate their website and to find that amazing content. They're also looking to do things like grow their email list or to build out different parts of their business like affiliate products or even maybe actual digital products and physical products. Our clients do some incredible things with their business now that they have gotten a handle on you know, SEO and building content and things like that. So if you are ever curious about how we work with clients and specifically how we work with clients in different stages of business, I would love for you to head over to our website at graceandvinestudios.com Check out our services tab to see sort of the different tiers of how we work with people based on what stage of business they are in and to see what might be a good fit for you and what you are looking for right now. You can also schedule a free call to chat with me or to email our team and chat with them about what would be the best option for you in this season of business. Now, as always, love to share just a little quick behind the scenes of my personal life before we jump in. So this week I wanted to share that our family is doing some traveling and adventuring over the next couple of weeks. And we're really excited to be able to just do the whole remote work thing, but from a different location. My husband has been home with us now for a year working on my business and my food blog. And it's been really fun to be able to do that at home, but there is something different about being able to do that from a different location. And so we are going to be traveling a little bit and adventuring, and I'm just really excited for the change of pace and the change of scenery. In Arizona, we are already getting to where it is a little bit hot in the summer, but not quite hot enough to get in the pool yet. And so we're excited to be able to get to experience some cooler weather before we get back and really dive into pool season. So that is kind of why we have this specific timing. And it's great timing with the transition from you know the regular school year for most people to the summer, just to be able to have a little bit of a reset. 
So let's dive into this topic and let me quickly remind you that this is part of a mini series that I'm doing with some what I'm calling micro episodes where I'm hoping to give you very tangible tips for specific parts of your website and parts of your business later on in the summer as well. So with the summer being here, I wanted to give you some quick ways to move the needle over the summer, even if your schedule looks different, your work time looks different, and you're just trying to make a big impact with a limited amount of time. So today we're going to be talking about the recipe index and in the show notes and the blog post that goes with this episode, I'll be sure to link to other episodes that we've done on the recipe index specifically if you want to go deeper and you need help with actually building out your recipe index. But today I'm hoping to give you three things to update, consider, or to check in on when it comes to your recipe index. So let's dive in. The first thing I want to have you consider is the recipe index is really for Google. In years of working with clients to optimize this page, I feel like we have seen just about everything in terms of the different styles and layouts and strategies behind recipe index pages. Recently though, we were working with a client on her website redesign and when it came to her recipe index, she was having a really hard time breaking out of the thinking that the recipe index should list all of her categories or even all of her blog posts. This is an incredibly common way to think about your recipe index because I think sometimes we consider the recipe index to be like a recipe box like you might have had or maybe your grandma had where she literally had a catalog of all the recipes that she knew and that she would make. And that is not what the recipe index is for. A recipe index is much more for Google to understand the context of your site than it is for your users. Historically, we have seen that users will use the search functionality of a website to find a recipe. They are not going to browse through the recipe index or through hundreds of categories to find what they are looking for. So this is the first thing that I want you to consider. It's not even an action you have to take. It's just a reframing of what you think the recipe index is. I want you to know going forward that the recipe index is for Google. It is not for your users and it's not even for you to be able to browse your content easily. Okay, second thing to consider with your recipe index is focus on categories, not on specific blog posts. Now, generally speaking, we wanna optimize the recipe index page to be the hub of the best categories on your website. This helps Google to create a literal web of your content that Google can understand and it can understand your site in a topical way. Now, the issue of categories specifically is a whole nother can of worms in itself, but I just want to quickly say, be sure that you are showcasing the best categories of your website that are fully optimized for SEO and they are full of content. We don't wanna just link every single category that you have, even if it only has two or three blog posts in it. The third thing to consider for your recipe index and potentially to update is to include a search box. Now, as I already mentioned, users love a good search box and we wanna make sure it's easy for them to find it. If they're going to a recipe index page, they are probably thinking it's going to help them find the recipe that they're looking for. And again, we want to make sure that they can quickly find that. And if they can't, it's going to be frustrating for the user. So include a search box right on the page that can help them easily navigate to the recipe that they are looking for. And then I'm going to link to a roundup post that we did on all the different episodes where we've talked about the recipe index in the show notes. So again, you can go a little bit deeper. I do 
share in one of those episodes that's a little bit older some different ways that you can style your recipe index or different ways you can create it. But I will say that going forward, and since I've recorded that episode, we've really focused on creating recipe index pages that focus on these categories specifically over a, I guess, more traditional old school version of a recipe index that would showcase recipes from different categories or like specific blog posts from different categories. So take it with a grain of salt if you listen to some of those older episodes. There are many ways that you can create a recipe index, but we have just found that a recipe index that is simple, mobile friendly, and category focused is really going to be the best for both users and for SEO. Be sure to add a little bit of time on your calendar to go through your recipe index and make these quick fixes. Like I said, a few of these aren't even things you have to fix. It's just a different way to think about your recipe index that may or may not involve, you know, needing to redesign your recipe index a little bit, but Hopefully it will just help you to schedule some time to focus on this page, get it really well optimized for both your users and for SEO. And I hope that this will help you to just understand the value of this page and where it really fits into the overall site structure of your website, because I think this is a page that is very misunderstood. I hope you all are enjoying this little mini series of episodes with some of these just quick tips for you to optimize these different pages on your website. Next week, we're going to be talking about the work with me page, which is a page I've never talked about on the podcast before. So I'm excited to dive into that one a little bit deeper. And for now, I hope that you will just go out and optimize this page. Make sure you check out the other episodes that I've done so far in this series if you haven't already. And as always, you can find the links to episodes and resources mentioned in the show notes or head over to the blog post itself to read through some of this information and to give yourself a little bit of a checklist. So until next week, friends, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love for you to screenshot it and share it with a friend. You can tag me on Instagram stories at Grace and Vine. For the show notes for this episode, head to the vinepodcast.com. Talk soon.